0: Welcome to Life Together, a podcast for Gresham Bible Church, where we exist to glorify God in being disciples who make disciples of all people through the transforming power of the gospel. On this episode, I catch up with Matt Mormance. Matt and Sharon and their family are missionaries in Slovenia. I hope this conversation helps encourage you to be praying for the Mormances and their gospel ministry that GBC supports. The Mormances are a deep encouragement to me and to GBC. We are partners with them in seeing the gospel advance. So as you listen to this episode, let it spur you on to be praying for and supporting the Mormances as they seek to make Jesus known in a spiritually dark place. BBC. i have a very special guest with us for this week's podcast and that's our brother matt mormance from halfway around the world wanted to check in with matt again and hear about their life and their ministry and i pray this is a blessing uh, for us as a church to continue to commit to be praying uh for the mormances um so matt good to see you good to hear your voice uh you, why Mike. don't good to hear you too yeah, man. So for those who maybe aren't quite familiar with your ministry, your context, all that stuff, why don't you just kind of paint the picture for us briefly, you know, where you guys are, what your work is, all that good stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, so yeah, we're Matt and Sharon, Mormance. Uh We got three little kids, Eliana, actually not, not so little anymore. That's the thing. Uh, Eliana, she's 13. Maya is 12 and Alex is 10. Uh, we live in Ljubljana, Slovenia, which is the capital of Slovenia. And for those who are geographically challenged that is next to italy and austria and croatia um, and we've been here for 12 years we work with a, a mission organization called josiah venture and um we work with local churches here there's not a ton of them in slovenia um, but we work with local churches here trying to uh, raise up leaders help build youth groups um, my wife and i specifically love discipling young adults and college students like that's just our heart we we long to see reproducing disciples um because we think that's how the great commission obviously is going to be fulfilled um yeah. and then also on our team we we do care and shepherding uh for our, our missions team here in Slovenia and uh, we also work with summer interns, which is amazing. Just uh, a great opportunity for young like college students to come out to Slovenia for a couple months uh, and serve. And we get to disciple them as they step out in faith in some really cool ways. So it's
0: fun. Wow, man, that that is uh, amazing. And what's the weather like there right now?
1: Uh Typically it's fairly cool. Uh we okay. got some, you know, maybe some snow here and there, but right now it's like upper
0: fifties. Oh man. And that's uh awesome.
1: yeah, like New Year's we I was wearing a t-shirt. It was weird. I'm like, this is something's wrong, wrong. But um
0: I'm asking snow in from the
1: mountains like, though, so that's good.
0: Cool. I'm asking like from weeks and weeks of gray and wet and cold here in the Gresham area. So yeah. Exactly.
1: Oh man. Um, I-
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah, good times. Good times. Makes me dream of summer. Um, well, hey, I just wanted to kind of check in, have the church kind of listen in on just an update uh, with you guys. So I had a few questions to bounce around and we'll just see where it goes. And maybe there's some, you know, off ramps from these questions and we'll just explore those together. But um, kind of like to, to parachute in with you guys right now, what are some current challenges and opportunities, kind of the highs and lows in your ministry life? Like, where are you finding yourself thanking and praising God for? And where are you finding yourself praying for things, lamenting, just kind of what's your ministry work and life like right now?
1: Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, Great question, Mike. I think... And there's always the good, the bad, the ugly. I think, you know, that's just kind of part of life. And um, definitely for those in ministry as well, it's it's on all of roses. So I think there's some things right now in, in life that we are so thankful for. Um, we, have, we do have a great team here in Slovenia. We've got um, on our team some wonderful coworkers that uh, it's just been fun to grow with and to have people who challenge us and like aren't afraid to get messy and ask hard questions and really like, yeah, go there. And, um, and so I'm, I'm so thankful to have friends that challenge me and push me and that I can uh, challenge as well. I think that's been a huge blessing the last few years, especially because, because of the hard stuff. And um, we've definitely been going through some hard things um, uh, on our team. uh, Some, some personnel issues and some tensions between, um, some families. Um, there's been some hard church things. I I think Slovenia is not immune to what's happening all over the world right now, where, um, there's just hard, hard stuff going on in churches and uh, hard decisions are being made. Um, and, you know, yeah. our church is in in some ways a mess, and that's because I'm there. <laughs> they, what do they say? Like, if you find the perfect church, don't go to it because you're going to mess it up, right? Uh, um, good word, amen. So, um, yeah, I think, yeah, there's definitely, it's, I'd say, one of the harder times of our life, um, and the tensions, the long term kind of stress that just builds over time, and it was happening before COVID, and I think you know, obviously, that didn't uh, that exacerbates things. So, um, but all in that too, I think appreciating who God is and, um, just how big and creative and unbelievable, um, is his goodness, his mercy towards us every day, his patience and kindness towards me. And so I think even in the junk, there's just a, Wow yeah um and i I think one of the things for me too i've um just been, being able to appreciate um when things when things go wrong, like honestly, the last few year's like i said it's, it's been a little bit tough and a lot tough, not a little bit let's and and just going God, it should be going this way. this is how things should happen, and kind of coming face to face with God's will versus my will. And me feeling like a little self-righteous and a little like, I don't know what you're doing because obviously this is the right way to go <laughs> in this situation. Um, but then just kind of hitting that wall of like, you trust me.
0: Amen, man. And
1: and and humbly going like, yes, I do. And knowing that he's a God of redemption and he doesn't waste these moments. Um, if I don't, I mean, I do. I often waste these moments, but he doesn't. And so I think just really trusting his goodness and his love and his care um, throughout all the hard times, you know,
0: man. Amen, Matt. Amen. I I just love hearing you say that right now, knowing you, knowing that's uh, by God's grace, what's going to come out of you and your perspective, but to hear you say that right now too. um, How about just real quick, I'm, I'm relating and resonating with what you're saying. So like, your guys are saying, Hey, this is the hardest time in our life. You're saying people you work with in ministry and kind of in, you know, mission church life, hardest time too. how do you know when you're not okay or when others are not okay right now? Right. I felt like around here, let's just get through COVID and then quote unquote, everything's going to be back to normal. Uh, No. And it's only like that iceberg thing, right? There's so much under the surface we're all still working through. So how do you guys know when you're not okay? And just what do you kind of do with that?
1: Yeah, well, I think I mean I can, I I can speak personally. Obviously, um, so my wife and I just watched uh, Marvel what was it uh, Avengers Endgame
0: nice. the other day, and
1: uh, so I don't want to do any spoiler alerts, but I got like really if you haven't seen it yet,
0: then that's yeah, on that's me. on you, people. But yeah.
1: <laughs> but I, I kind of feel like Fat Thor in some ways, where um, <laughs> there's I can I can tell. I'm not doing okay. When I start just focusing on myself, you know, when there's that, like that self, I start to to lose touch with the the people around me and I just get into that pit, that pity pit of like, Oh, poor me. Um, and uh, I, and the people around me, like I said, I've got good friends and an amazing wife who, who call those things out and be like, Hey, eh, this isn't looking good. You know? Um, and so I can just tell that I go into that self-protection. I go into that, like, comfort mode where I just want to make sure I'm comfortable and things are, you know, instead of stepping out and, and living a, a life of, well, like Christ, you know, that, yeah, that is sacrificial and loving and giving and and not about me. And so, man, and I think I, I see that all over the place right now. Um, yeah, I think another thing for me though, that's been uh, interesting is, um, so some of these hard situations has pushed like my wife and I to go get some marriage counseling last spring. And that was so good for us. We did a intensive, um, in Budapest. It was uh, Christian counselors there. And it was, it was just so good. And so I look at that. I'm like, thank you, Lord. Like, Amen. These, these hard situations are pushing me to also get the help that I need. Uh, I've got to enroll in a counseling program. Um, and it's, I'm learning about how to deal with trauma as I have to work through some of my trauma. And it's just been, it's, it's just the kindness of God that the junk has pushed me closer to him and pushed me towards getting healthier and and healing. And, um, uh, it's been, it's good, but, Oh, it's a, it's a rough landscape right now. I, I, hear yeah. You.
0: I always appreciate you, Matt, because you're not going to sugarcoat things. You're going to be transparent in the hard things and the challenge, but also in God's grace that's working through the brokenness and all that kind of stuff. I, I resonate with you. Amen, brother. Um, how about like when you guys are in that place, your quote unquote work, your ministry life, you know, work, what God's called you to do in Slovenia doesn't stop. So like, how do you. Where do you find yourself, what do you find yourself praying about or for in that place of your processing this and seeing brokenness in others? And how does that? I guess I'm just picturing like how's that bring gospel opportunities, the gospels at work in your life in tangible ways? Just yeah. where are you seeing God move in your in your work through that?
1: Um I think uh I think. Honestly, it's just the the humility of just seeing how broken I am mm. um, is is always a good thing, and and just seeing how much I need Jesus, uh, and that yes, His mercies are new every morning. So, I, but I think that brokenness allows me to then um, tune into the brokenness of others, the brokenness of this world around us, and and bring not yes bring the gospel absolutely but also bring like the reality of like God's kingdom that it's it's right here and there's there's hope there's healing there's you know freedom for captives um and if i'm experiencing some of that then man i have i have something to share with others and so amen um i think it's when we get into that like oh yeah if, 15 years ago when I, you know, had this experience and like, okay, that's great. But man, what is God doing in my life right now? And that's what the young people here in Slovenia want to hear. Like, why does this make a difference? in your life? why does Jesus, like, why? Because
0: mm-hmm.
1: like, if it doesn't make a difference, I don't want anything to do with it.
0: And um, that's so good, Matt. I, I know we can both say this, but uh, I think that's like God telling the soil in our hearts, for the sake of advancing his gospel um, that it's really alive and active in us like today, because <laughs> I desperately need it today, you know? Um, yeah. 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 I-
1: I think it's also that, you know, second Corinthians, when Paul says, you know, I was, he got to the point where he despaired of death and, and yet he re- received the comfort of God so that he could then go and give that to others. And I think, man, that's just, that's the life we're called to live is to hopefully we're humbly receiving those things as we, we realize more and more of our brokenness and go like, oh, wow, God, you're so good. And you still love me despite all this junk. Um, and then be able to to hand that and offer that to others. Like, wow, that is good news.
0: Yeah, it is. Amen to that. Yeah. Yeah. How about you just shared from from second Corinthians? How about other, you know, aspects of the gospel, other passages from God's word that you've just found particularly life giving um, formative for you in this season? I would just love to hear you kind of share and unpack some of those things.
1: Uh, Yeah, I mean, one of the things I've been uh, thinking about a little bit too lately too, is just the Romans two, four, when um, it talks about that is, it is the, the kindness of God uh, that leads us to repentance and his patience, his long suffering. Um, I think, you know, it's easy to, um, it's been easy for me just to, to go to shame in a lot of ways and like, oh I'm the worst Person ever. Oh, and I thought that was like, well, I'm being like Paul. Like I'm, you know, I'm the worst of all sinners yeah. or the chief of all sinners, he says, right. Um, but I think I'm realizing too, it's just, no, it's it's a lot of that was just me beating myself up, um, telling me how bad I am, um, and just lumping that shame on it. instead of um seeing his kindness, which uh is usually just some well placed little things of like, hey. It's not usually shame and beating me up over stuff. I, I don't. I think that's usually my voice, not God's voice. But it's those those kindly placed little truths, little nuggets, little hey, Matt, think about that. And it's like, oh, whoa, oh my goodness, oh, I gotta. Oh Lord, I am sorry. And um, so just seeing His kindness more and more, and how that actually leads me to repentance, Amen. instead of the shame that I usually beat myself up with.
0: Man, good word, good word, Matt. Amen. Yeah, just. I, I appreciate where you're coming from and what you're saying that God is patient and he is long suffering with us and we can know the right things to say. And yet we're, we're, when we're confronted with that gap in our own lives and others, like he, I praise God for his kindness, man. The God of the universe is kind. That's amazing. Um, yeah. 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 About, yeah. Just uh, amazing. How about um, it's where my mind is going like zoom out for us a little bit This this probably going to sound overly analytical zoom out, like (laughs) your missionary context in Slovenia COVID and all that, that entailed has that like opened up new doors or windows for the gospel or do you still see it kind of as the same, like obstacles potentially towards the gospel advancing in Slovenia are the same idols there. Have they shifted around just what is like that day to day work life and sharing Jesus in your context?
1: uh yeah, good question Mike um i you know, I haven't sensed a massive shift necessarily because of that. I think especially because we we do focus more on on younger and youth and stuff like that. I think we're seeing some of the the culture shift just in the generational pieces. Gotcha. Uh, and, and obviously the mental health is being a massive one that so many people are dealing with, um, uh, myself included. And, um, and just, I think that's a, for us here in Slovenia, like slick pro- programs, you know, nice worship, whatever, like all those things, like people just don't care so much about that. And the youth don't, they just want something obviously that's authentic. But also, um, I think we have so much to give in the world of of mental health and and care, and um, being able to really attune to people and what they're feeling and and hearing. I think it's right now, a lot of sharing the gospel is doing a lot of listening, um, and then as we listen to that stuff, saying, "Man, like, oh, there's hope," and to bring um christ in those those places of of brokenness i don't i don't need to right now convince everyone of their sin i everyone's like uh, they they see just how messed up things are um uh now convince them of yeah it's it's a little bit tricky right now with those things but um but i i think there's so many open doors um with with especially like i said yeah the mental health pieces and um the addictions we're seeing, the, um, the trauma, uh, as we see Ukrainians here in Slovenia too, uh, stuff like that. I think we just have so much to offer because I think God created our minds, um, he created our emotions. And so we, we have a lot to say about how we work and how God created us Amen. and how healing can actually happen.
0: Yeah. I'm just connecting the dots from what you shared earlier as God's doing that work in you seems timely that you can share and minister out of the overflow in your own heart. Like what if you weren't going to those places with the Lord, or you just kind of were blind or callous to the things going on in your own inner life, then you'd be missing the opportunity for like gospel ministry. Anyway, I just appreciate where you're coming from. It seems like there's some freshness For your context, and I'm just processing that for us here in Gresham, for whatever reason, I think we're experiencing some of those same things, not quite as acute. And at the same time, I wonder if we're not as attuned to those things. And we're just kind of like stuck in our own little tracks and lanes of what we think life Mm -hmm. and ministry should look like. And the Lord is um, bringing about through his kindness and goodness, new opportunities to adorn the gospel. So anyway, Mm -hmm
1: yeah i mean one quick story is like our our home group that we have um it's a bunch of kind of young college uh young adults and um like we just created a really safe place where people can share anything um and we'll listen to one another and try to bring the the truth of the gospel and the love of god to them and um so like there was uh, one person in the group who talked about self-harm wow and Uh, how they were struggling with that and having thoughts and things like that. And it was, it was one of those like, Whoa, okay, this is real. And, and my kids are, you know, they, they're part of the group too. Um, We include them in it. And so they can participate as much as they want. And um, so, man, we got to have a wonderful conversation the next day with our kids. Like, Hey, what'd you guys think about that? You know, Um, when, when that person talked about those things, um do you get what that means to cut like do you do you understand what suicidal thoughts are and and just having a wonderful conversation with them like hey these things will come like this is these thoughts will happen some point in your life and so what do you do with them look at what that person did they brought it into the light and then we got to pray for them we got to sit with them we got to cry with them like man like that's and so it was just even like one of those moments of like uh, I loved how that even that honesty and realness uh, and creating that safe place and got to bless even my family then. Um, so,
0: beautiful, I, yeah.
1: yeah, we're trying, man.
0: Wow, man. <laughs> How about, um, I know this can feel like a check the box question, but uh, you know, that's not my intent or GBC's intent, but like, man, how can we be praying for you, for you and Sharon, for your family, for your ministry? Like if people are going to maybe, I hope, take a few notes from this podcast episode, put it in their Bible when they spend time with the Lord each morning or night, take it out. How can they be praying for you guys?
1: Yeah. I think one very practical one. We got to uh, hang out with our neighbors last week and man, it's, it is uh, not easy to get to know neighbors in Slovenia. It just takes so long. Uh, It's such like, it's easier to meet somebody on the street, honestly, than than your neighbor. (laughs) There's this like traditional tension between neighbors. that's like very stereotypical. Like you got to compete with your neighbors. And anyway, so we got to go uh, have breakfast with our neighbors last week. Um, uh, And it was just great. And and partway through, um, they've lived next to us for two years, and uh, the wife pulls out a Bible and is like, "Hey, do you know what this is? Like, do you guys ever uh, read this?" And we're like, "Absolutely!" And they know what we do, so. Um, but it was just awesome. We get to have great conversations. It's like, yeah, I just I just started reading this, and wow. so if I have questions, like, can I talk to you guys? Absolutely. Um, so uh, we are praying for Igor and Maya. Okay. Um and their little girls. Uh, we've been praying for them. And so God is opening up some really cool doors and we're excited to see where that's going to go. So I think, um, yeah, pray that not only the relationship grows with us, but they, they get introduced to the God of the universe mm-hmm. and, and she's a psychologist, psychiatrist, and he's a family doctor. Um, and, She's even seen how like as a psychiatrist uh, that there's a need for spirituality. And she's, so she's, she's, she's like, Oh my gosh, I need, let's talk. She goes, you guys do like spiritual therapy. That's what you do essentially. And we're like, well, kind of, wow. <laughs> as we're talking about home groups and stuff like that and what we do. And, and so um so yeah i'm just i'm excited to see what god does there and we just had so much fun with them too you know it wasn't like uh this ministry chart. we just enjoyed one another and just had great conversation for hours so i'm excited to see god's definitely opened up doors so we're gonna we're gonna keep pushing on them um so pray for,
0: amen pray for man. Soft yes yeah. i love everything about that they're your next door neighbors pulls out a bible hey do you know about this that that's amazing Let, let's be praying for them uh, as a church that's yeah. awesome That's so cool.
1: Uh, I think the other thing um, I try to, I I walk the kids over to school in the morning, just a couple blocks away. And then I go for a prayer walk. And I think uh, I'm praying for 20 groups in the big apartment blocks next to us uh, of people just getting to know the God of the Bible. So, um, and then as I walk to just asking God to put me on his prayer team, like, what do you want me to be praying for, for these people? Uh, and, and just if something comes to mind, you know, not, obviously I never hear voices and stuff like that, but just if something comes to my mind to pray for, just, just to be praying and just like, God, I want to, I want to be in step with whatever you're doing. Yeah. Um, so I think, yeah. Um, ears to hear and eyes to see what God's doing in my neighborhood so I can join him.
0: Hmm. That's a good word. Yeah. Cause God's on the move, right? Whether we see it or not. Amen. Move. Yeah. Yeah. Amen, bro. Amen. How about, I always want to ask you guys to, um, how about support needs or opportunities financially? How are things going? Anything GBC should know along those lines?
1: Um, you know, God just has always faithfully provided. Um, and honestly, we're not very good at asking and doing that <laughs> stuff, but, uh, and I'm an optimist, uh, to the core. And so I'm, i was like, ah, God's going to, he's got this, you know, now sometimes that's an excuse just not to ask for money. Um, so I, I admit that as well, but, um, but I, you know what, and before I got on, I even looked at like, Hey, where are things at? And, and God, even some, uh, end of the year gifts in December, he's, he's provided all that we needed this last year. Wow. And so. I'm I'm thankful. I mean, we're starting to feel the the, you know, the uh, inflation that you all felt last year is starting to hit Europe more. Gotcha. Uh, so yeah, we feel that. Um, and so we, we might need to raise our budget a little bit uh just okay. for some of that cost of living. But but he's been providing and I expect he's gonna do the same this next year. So okay. amen. But thanks I'd for asking. Agree.
0: Yeah, no, for sure. I I don't want that to feel awkward. That's just part of as believers supporting the mission of God advancing the gospel. Right. So just want to want to ask. Um, yeah, man, I so appreciate you guys. You are an encouragement to me. I really mean that, Matt, not just saying this because we're on the podcast. You are brother. And I appreciate you that you're real. You're about the gospel and sharing what that's looking like in your life and the messiness and not just like saying what you're supposed to say. But no, here's the reality of it and the realness of it and the nowness of it. And so. Uh, thank you, brother. Appreciate you. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Cool. Likewise, Mike. Thank you.
0: Thanks. Uh, any uh, closing thoughts or comments you want to throw out to GBC or anything? And if not, it's okay. But thought I'd ask.
1: Um, I appreciate you all. I appreciate you all for uh, standing in the the this tough space of the last you know six months or so, and um, just for your faithfulness. Um, you guys are always an encouragement to me and just love the people of GBC. Um, so thanks for, for standing with us. Thanks for all that you do. Thanks for loving us. Thanks for faithful following, following Jesus in Gresham, Oregon, where the gospel is, is needed so much.
0: Amen, brother. Yeah. Thank you. And I feel like I did a miss. This will be my, uh, hopefully ask to bring you on the podcast another time. I haven't asked for recent sauna stories from you. I'll have to hear that <laughs> another time. So, um, yeah, the last podcast, how you love saunas and you're like on a quest for it. And that's just struck a chord with me. Like, yes, pro saunas for sure. So awesome. Yeah, All
1: right, Matt. Okay. We'll, we'll, yep good thanks sorry mike go
0: ahead <laughs> no no i know i, I uh, threw a curveball there at you about saunas so all right well hey thanks for coming on gresham bible church if this sparks any questions or comments uh love to hear from you and you can reach out to me at mike at gresham so pray that this conversation has been an encouragement and encourage us as a church uh, to continue to be praying and supporting matt and sharon and the ministry the lord has called them to until next week gbc thanks